It's time for Spotlight on KRWC, uh, Wednesday edition. And on the second Wednesday of each month, we talk with representatives with Wright County Public Health and Human Services. Our guest today, Jacob Anson, who is an emergency preparedness coordinator for the department. And he joins us to talk some winter safety uh, points here today. Jacob, good morning to you. Good morning to you, too. Thanks for having me. We're kind of timely on the winter uh, uh, taste of things. I, it looked for a little while like it was going to be very delayed, and then all of a sudden winter was here. Yeah, we were kind of lucking out there with the weather, and then I feel like over the past couple of days our green lawns all turned white, and unfortunately they were it's here to stay at this point. So. It looks like it, yeah, for sure. Um, it's kind of a broad topic, winter safety. There's loads of different aspects of it, and we're going to kind of touch on uh, a number of different things here today. Uh, I guess uh, first and foremost uh, is preparation, and uh, there's so many different avenues of winter safety, whether you have to get out in it, you know, frequently or daily or maybe only once in a while, but you've always, uh, it, it would, you'd think that it would go without saying for us Minnesotans that we'd have to be prepared, but uh, we, we tend to forget sometimes. Yeah, it's always a good reminder to go through some stuff, so yeah, um for the preparation of it, definitely, there. some of the stuff we'll be talking about is how to prepare your home, especially. Um, in the past year or so, there's been quite a few uh, nationwide, across the nation, there's been quite a few deaths due to carbon monoxide poisoning. So we'll be talking about that a little bit today, but one of the big things I would ask everyone to do is just really kind of evaluate and know your risk, um, whether that's the risk that you have within your home um, and the risk that your family may be at if you have young children or older adults. Um, or if you're a commuter and know that there is extra risk that comes with those long commutes, especially if there are winter storms. Um, so really kind of take a moment and evaluate what uh, what your risk level is, because it's going to be different from all of us. Right, and that's, you know, in large part, uh, as you say, whether you've got, uh, you know, single-family home or maybe you're part of a, um, you know, high-density apartment building type thing there's you know different aspects to the safety all the way around yeah definitely and there's some simple things everyone can do to really prepare their homes or wherever they live um some of those would be uh really checking your window seals um one to keep the cold air out uh, just so in case the power goes out your temperature in your apartment or home can be higher but also saves you on bills um inspect your furnace uh, make sure it's running properly and have someone come out and inspect it if need be and then the one thing that I think sometimes gets taken for granted, but it's always important to remember, is really um, install those smoke alarms and carbon monoxide detectors and make sure they have a battery backup. Um, with some of the winter storms that we get here in Minnesota, sometimes you can lose power for a short amount of time, and those are some of those simple things that may only take a few minutes to change and double-check but can really uh, save your life potentially. We get annoyed with them sometimes when they chirp and tell us, say, hey, my battery is going down, but, um, boy, they're... Uh, for anybody that's ever been in the situation and had one uh, uh, alert you to the fact that there is a problem, that's a pretty big deal. Yep. It's one of those things where uh, you don't know how much you appreciate them until you actually you really need them. So those are some of the simple simple changes anyone can do to their home. Otherwise, the thing I would encourage people to do is gather up on some supplies. Um, there's some things that are good to have on hand um, in case the power goes out or in case you're snowed in for a decent amount of time, and that would be um, one of the main things I would stress is medication. Many people don't think about um, prepping in case they cannot go out and get their medication or have their medication delivered, so really making sure you have access to your daily medications. Um, 
for a decent amount of time, and then also that you have to keep track of what your medications are. Um, in case you get displaced from your home, that you can make sure you get them refilled or um, use them as needed. The other simple things that I'm sure many people comes across your mind, but it's always good to double-check, is those batteries and flashlights and portable radios. Um, really making sure you swap out or have access to more batteries um, and that they are in working condition. I know um, in my home and when I was growing up, we had flashlights from way back in the day, and if they worked or not was kind of iffy, but really looking at them and making sure they are functioning and that you do have access to batteries and stuff for them. And the last two things I would say is that everyone just to gather up and make sure they know where they are um, is food. Obviously, make sure you have some of that non-perishable food in case you are stuck at home, but also your personal identification information. Know where it's at, um, whether you get displaced from your home or whether you're stuck at home or whether you're just eventually doing spring cleaning whenever the winter is gone, making sure you know where those birth certificates and all that stuff at in case of any type of emergency, that stuff's good to have on hand. You know, on the topic of uh, batteries, uh, we're so dependent on uh, phones and different things that have rechargeable batter, uh, rechargeable systems. If your power is out, that's a problem. So these uh, little bricks or little blocks that uh, are, you know, kind of, you know, reserve battery, um, you know, it's not going to keep you going forever, but they uh, come in pretty handy if you need to recharge your phone quick. Yeah, definitely. And so much stuff, it can be charged via USB ports and stuff. So if you can get some of those portable battery packs and keep them charged, um, maybe swap them out every once in a while and let them run down and then recharge them up again. They're usually good for a charger or two of your phone, depending on what phone you have. So having some of those charged on hand um, is good. And even having some of those on your person, if you're a commuter, is good to have too, because we know when some of these winter storms hit, if you're commuting, um, it's good to have some emergency supplies either on you or in your car. So um, all the stuff about checking the batteries, uh, flashlights and everything in your home also goes for any sort of emergency supply kit for your car. So making sure you got the batteries, the flashlights, some jumper cables, sand, um, warm clothes that currently fit you. Um, I know I have a, I'm guilty of throwing a pair of a jacket in the car as for an emergency and not really checking if it fits. And over the years, I'm sure it's a little more snug than I would like it to be. So making sure you swap those out and make sure that you have the proper stuff in your cars that you need to have. Good, uh, good tips all the way around for sure. Um, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the official statements and things like that from um, the weather sources um, and what we should know about um, you know the the winter weather reports versus uh, summer storms. Yeah, so it's in the winter especially, it's very good to keep track of and keep up on the weather, the weather winter reports and make sure that you're accessing those whether it's listening to the radio um, or checking online, really keeping up to date on what the winter weather looks like. Uh, I think we know in Minnesota that it seems like we're told one thing in the morning, it can change, and it seems like sometimes it comes out of nowhere. But really, if you're keeping up to date on those weather reports, you're going to have a good radar and a good idea of what's coming throughout the day um, and can really uh, help you prepare and respond to any type of winter storm that's coming. Thankfully, with winter storms, we generally know a little ways out that they're coming so you can check those. Um, unlike tornadoes and stuff like that, we tend to have more warning on them. So um, keeping up to date on those weather reports through a wide array of avenues is very, very helpful and very good for people to do. All right, let's talk a little bit about the whole driving aspect of things. Now, you mentioned a few things there to, uh, you know, to kind of keep in mind, uh, but particularly for winter driving, we've gotten a taste of it already this week. It wasn't, uh, you know, full-on uh, winter storm or anything, but uh, it was a pretty good warm-up there. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, the first thing I would say with winter driving is, um, especially in a snow emergency or any type of winter storm emergency, if you don't have to go anywhere, stay off the roads. Um, a lot of it, uh, a lot can change in a few hours in a winter storm. So those drives or those roads, or if you're just going out to grab something quick, um, the way back can be pretty tough. So first off, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Um, and then if you are in an emergency and if you are trapped in your car, stay inside of it. Um, contact the right people. Um, if you're walking around and out and about um, outside of your car, especially if there's low vis- visibility, there's chances that um, accidents can happen and um, that uh, potentially you could get hit by someone going by. So those would be the first couple things I would say. And then I think it kind of plays into the keeping uh, keeping an eye on what the radar and weather looks like and knowing what's coming. But um, obviously, uh, many all of us in Minnesota had to drive in the snow, so take it slow. Um, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Um, and keep an eye on what the radar looks like and what that visibility looks like, especially. And uh, the first time that it happens this coming winter that uh, we get a pretty good blast of snow that shuts things down, I guess uh, the good uh, rule of thumb uh, is to uh, make sure to kind of check up on each other. Yeah, definitely. That's one thing that we all can do, especially um, at this time of year uh, during the winter, is check up on our neighbors. If a winter bad winter storm's coming through or snowstorm's coming through, you know you have neighbors that um, may be elderly uh, or have young children or may just be living alone, it's, it's good to check up on them. Um, those extreme colds can affect people in many different ways, especially those that um, are elderly or have young children. So just making sure you, keep, you check up on them um, and just keep in contact. We've been pretty uh, isolated and become especially isolated in the winter, so it's good to, good to check up on our neighbors. Absolutely. We're talking with Jacob Anson. Jacob is an emergency preparedness coordinator with Wright County Public Health and Human Services uh, here in Wright County, headquartered, of course, in Buffalo. Talking about some winter safety things. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about extreme cold. Um, You know, the snow and aspects of uh, blasts of snow, um, that presents one set of problems. And then the the times that we get really, really cold weather, that's a whole different set of circumstances. Yeah, definitely. That really cold weather, especially where you're going to be worried about those risks like hypothermia or um, those type of risks. But um, hypothermia and uh, frostbite especially, but it's important to keep those in mind and make sure we stay warm and we're bundled up. Um, I The one other thing I would say is many people, especially up here in Minnesota, ice fishing and stuff like that. If you get stuck out on the ice and it's really cold, um, seek that shelter, um, avoid that hypothermia and frostbite. Um, and especially if you're running generators and stuff to prevent those type of things and stay warm, make sure those generators or those heaters are properly ventilated um, and that you're not using them as a source of heat that could potentially give you uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Things to remember: there are, you know, plenty of different places that you can get um, uh, good information and uh, good, you know, really uh, short, careful uh, ideas on how to stay safe in the winter. FEMA's got some. Uh, there's other various websites that um, that people can can go to download different things. There's even apps that you can put right on your uh, phone or other mobile device too. Yeah, definitely. There's uh, some good apps and especially handouts and stuff from FEMA or the National Weather Services to really um, let people 
uh, be prepared one and know what to do in, in the face of an emergency so they can use those apps or those handouts to really know how to respond if they find themselves um, in a bad situation. Um, let's just touch before we go, uh, Jacob, on a couple of different things, maybe a, a little bit off the, uh, the main things that we were thinking about here, but we've got the holiday season coming up. I know that, um, you know, part of wintertime safety is also uh, indoor uh, safety with fires and other uh, threats like that. And we've got holiday lighting. We've got a lot of cooking going on. We've got uh, candles and all kinds of things. All sort of concerns to uh, to watch for inside the home. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's kind of back to the tips earlier, making sure those fire detectors, uh, smoke detectors, and those carbon monoxide detectors. But for all those holiday lights and the stuff that we like to put up, especially during this time of year, making sure that uh, you're checking those wires and you're checking that there's no exposures to properly plugged in. Unplugging them or turning them off at night is very important, too. Um, and if you're burning something, making sure nothing flammable is around it. Um, and if you have a power outage, especially making sure that if you're using something as a source of heat, um, you're using it properly. So don't heat your home with those gas stovetops or oven. Um, only use generators or grills outdoors. Um, and really have those carbon monoxide detectors prepared um, just in case there, something does happen. Real good. Um, before we go, Jacob, uh, give us a couple of more um, contact points if they want to talk with you uh, for uh, any you know particular uh, questions that they might have or uh, refresh us, too, on the uh, sites that um, both on the Internet and the apps that can uh, help out um, in winter safety as well as, uh, you know, weather safety all year round. Yeah, definitely. I would say the best um, website I can reference people to is uh, FEMA. They have a ton of good handouts on a lot of different disasters. We're lucky in Minnesota that we have so many seasons of the year, but that does come with a lot of possible risk of disasters happening, whether that's thunderstorms, tornadoes, winter weather, um, anything like that. They have a lot of good resources on their website, especially about the simple tips you can do to prepare for them, whether that's having a backpack ready to go in case there's a tornado coming through or having making sure you have your contacts updated to call someone in case the power's out. A wide range of stuff can be covered there. So I would encourage people to look at FEMA's website and their handouts. Otherwise, the emergency preparedness page on Wright County Public Health website um, has my contact information and has some other information on there. We'll actually be launching a new citizen alert system here in the coming months, so uh, there will be updates on that on our website as it gets rolled out. Terrific. Jacob, we appreciate all the information. We hope that the winter is uh, halfway reasonable here as far as the weather, but uh, we know full well that you never really know for sure what's going to happen, so we got to be prepared for it. Yep, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm hopeful, too, the win winter's mild, but like you said, you never know. Yep. All right, well, stay safe. Uh, say hello to everybody at uh, your offices, and uh, have a great holiday season. Will, too. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot. Jacob Anson, our guest today, Emergency Preparedness Coordinator with Wright County Public Health and Human Services. Our regular second Wednesday of the month spotlight here on KRWC.